Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Everyone, okay, so today, I am going to take you through the maximizing checklist. This is the post where whenever you're wondering, what more can I do to lose weight? Why is my weight not moving? This is the post that you're gonna reflect back on. We have given you the resources to be as successful as possible with this group. Now, of course, each week we're gonna be making the tweaks and that's gonna make a difference because one week leads into the next, leads into the next, and the changes that we're making to the food plan or going to be making to the food plan are gonna be super effective in terms of not just giving the body what it needs, but helping the body specifically focus on fat loss and meeting the body's needs. However, there's some basic things that you need to be doing. And that's where this checklist comes in. So the checklist is in the book. It's also in the app and can also be found in the file section of the support group if you want to print it off every week. I suggest that you pull it out each week and kind of go through it. And here's why, because with this process, you are literally doing so many things that it's really easy. Like you're juggling so many balls. It's really easy to start dropping some of them and forgetting about the things that you're doing that are actually making a difference. Um, plus, each week things are changing. You, you, your life changes, you know, the, how your body's responding to the process changes. So maybe one week the thing that you needed to focus on was your stress, and then the next week the thing that you need to focus on was your sleep. Now, you're not going to be able to do all of the things that are listed in this checklist, and that's where you need to be really real with yourself. But what's really exciting is that, if, for example, may, maybe you can't drink all the water that we're suggesting. Maybe because you have health issues. So, you know, you have to be mindful of that. But maybe what you can do is manage your sleep more. Maybe you can't be as active as you like, but what you could do is help manage your stress better. So this is to help look for areas of opportunity. Now, what I suggest that you do do with it is give yourself a score at a one out of 10 with any of these points. On a scale of one to 10, how, how um, proactive am I being? How well am I doing these things? For example, water. On a scale of one to 10, how are you doing with that water? Now, in my experience, um, people tend to give themselves marks for effort. And you gotta go back to that psychology of effort post. It's not how badly you want this. It's not you know, um, you know know how hard you are trying. It's what you are actually doing. So for example, you don't give yourself a 10. I don't know how many people I've actually spoke to and I'm like, what's your score on water? They're like a 10, I, I get a 10 for water. I'm like, okay, how much you drinking? And they're like two liters. I'm like, well, okay, how tall are you? I'm like five nine. How much weight you looking to lose? 60 pounds. Okay, so then you need a heck of a lot more than two liters of water. Yes, I know, but it's way more than I've ever drank before and I'm trying really hard. So you don't get a 10 for drinking more than you're used to. You don't get a 10 for trying really hard. You get a 10 for drinking the amount of water that you need day in, day out. Now, it's not to berate yourself. That's not what this is about. It's to really get real with yourself. And, and look again for those areas of opportunity. So if you can't drink the water, maybe you can just 
increase it a little bit more, you got to put your effort elsewhere. The other thing is, um, it's just all about day by day by day, making as many choices as possible that fall in line with your goals day by day by day, doing as many things as possible that are going to help your body with this process. And you don't have to do like big sweeping changes, just small little leveling up in small little ways, just increasing your water by 1%, your stress by 1%, your sleep by 1%, moving your body more by 1% will really make a big difference. Um, so that's the maximizing post. The other, um, the other one you want to take a look at is the conversation we had with Dr. Paul yesterday. Four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. Um, not that it won't move, not that it's impossible, not that you won't reach your goal, but things you want to think about. And if you do feel like you're struggling with any of these things, there are things that you can do about them. So this maximizing post, that conversation with Dr. Paul, four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. And we have a post that goes along with that. And the conversation that we have with Dr. Beverly and the conversations we will continue to have with her. Um, you want to know what you're doing here to the point that you're not asking us, why isn't my weight moving? You're asking yourself. What's going on with me right now? Why is my weight moving? Um, I had someone reach out the other week that was talking about how they haven't really lost all this, uh, uh, you know, as much weight, this program, and, you know, they believe it has to do with metabolism and this and that and all these things. And, you know, and they're saying, well, you know, I exercised and moved my body last, you know, last program, but I'm unable to do that this time. I'm like, okay, and I'm thinking they're trying to figure out what's going on with them and they're talking about how they're not exercising because they can't and that's probably why this time. But also, it's not just that you can't exercise, what is it? Why can't you exercise? And at the end of the day, you're dealing with some health issue that's preventing you from exercise. So it's not actually the, the, the exercise that's stop, not being able to exercise that's getting in the way of your body able to focus on weight loss. It's probably the health issue that you're dealing with that's causing you to not be able to exercise in the first place, you know? And these are the th kinds of things that we talked to with Dr. Paul. Here's the thing, let me get real real with you. I'm excited about what we're gonna talk about today. I'm excited about this maximizing post. I'm excited about the conversation with Dr. Paul. And I'm excited about the conversations we've had with Dr. Beverly because um, you have everything that you need to be successful. It's just a matter of every day showing up, being mindful, being aware, you know, doing the things that you can do to be proactive. Let's get right into this maximizing checklist. Okay, the first question is, are you following the program to the best of your ability day in, day out? And I don't mean... I don't mean following the food plan. I don't mean drinking the water, eating the food, all those things. And those are given. You, you gotta be consistent with the food plan. Um, I'm talking about, are you informing yourself? Have you watched the Living Method video, right? Have you watched that video that talks about the rhyme and the reason behind what you are doing? Are you reading the Science Saturday posts that talk more in depth about what we're trying to do here and more in depth about your body and how it works relevant to the process? Are you, are you watching the spill the tea conversations that are so insightful? It's one thing to hear, you know, from me. It's another to hear from Kim, who's got a pulse on the groove and hear from all of our guests. Are you reading the Livy Loser Spotlights? That's really important because what you're trying to do is reinforce your belief that this is going to work for you. Um, you know, so it's not just following the food plan in and out. It's really, it's, it's really, it's not, and it's not even just reading the post. It's really wanting to understand them and absorb them, like the scale. We had that post on the scale, um, what the scale really looks like. We had the post on why is your weight up? And are you still freaking out every day, believing that every time the scale goes up that you've gained real weight? Are you still believing that plateaus are, you know, the fact that this isn't working for you anymore? And that's where you wanna just, not just read them, but really like, absorb them, wrap your head around them, you know, like 
really get into them. Um, outside of, you know, um, following the food plan, are you still counting, weighing and measuring? That, you know, a lot of people I know are still doing that at this point. Um, are you trying to eat less every day? Are you skipping breakfast, even though it's a huge, massive advantage, but you're skipping it because you believe that eating less is going to get you ahead? Are you still, you know, you know, thinking all diet dialogue, right? Like, um, are you using the app? That That's a big one too. Like, are you using the resources? Do you, are you having a hard time reading the information on your phone or your screen and keeping up with it, but you haven't bought the book yet? Do you know, I think it's like $24 or something like that. I know people are mindful about their finances, especially now, um, but this is a great investment. I, I'm making, you can highlight, you can make notes. There's lots of room here. You know, this can make sure that you're really seeing all the information. Are you using the app? It's still not too late to start using the app. I'm, listen, look at the techni technical issues I'm having today. I'm not a real technical person, but I've designed the app to be really easy to use. It's it's super, it's super uh, tech. It's got the data for people who love that kind of stuff. It's also really easy for people to use who aren't used to using apps. And it's a great resource, you know. Are you journaling? Right, you don't have to use my fancy app to journal. Um, this is one of the things we talked about to Dr. Paul yesterday and Dr. Beverly about the benefits of journaling. You don't have to track, you know, calories and count away and measure, but um, you know, keep track of how your body's responding and how you're feeling, especially when you're making certain food choices and mentally how you're feeling, you know? So that's what I mean by, are you following the program to the best of your ability day in, day out? I'll have a lot of people who are like, I'm doing everything I need to do. I'm following that food plan, but they're not doing this. They're not doing that. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. Do you know what I mean? It's just so much bigger than what you are eating and when. Uh, the next question is, um, has your body had time to make change and focus on fat loss? And, and what I mean by this, like not only are you consistently doing what you need to do day in, day out, um, but what, what's your diet history? Where are you coming from? Do you know, like, are you driving a broken down car on the way to Disneyland? You know, some people are driving Ferraris and sports cars and whatever. Maybe your car's a little broken down. Maybe, do you know what I mean? From, you know, maybe you're coming off keto where you've been starving yourself for the last nine months, you know? Maybe you have health issues that you're you're dealing with that, you know, you've just started to address, you know? Maybe you're taking antibiotics. Maybe you're taking, you know, I've, I've heard this so many times in the program. I don't know what's going on and why is my weight moving? And then I, and then I, I, I talk to them, and, and they just finished cancer treatment, or they just finished going through a really traumatic event in their life, or you know they have other health issues that they're dealing with, or you know um, whatever that might be. Your your body needs time, and it tends to take a lot longer for your body to recover from stressful periods or you know health issues that we'd we'd ideally like. I, I, I if you've been listening to me, I've been dealing with this health issue with my stomach and my hormones and all that since October. Since October, now clearly I keep encountering a lot of stress uh, in my life, which it's very real for people. And you know, my, I, I'm still dealing with stomach issues. I am not back to feeling 100%, in fact, quite far from it. And then I go back in October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, holy shit, eight months I've been feeling like shit balls. Now, there are moments where I start to feel better and then life knocks me back and then, you know what I mean? And the same thing can happen with your, with your when, when it comes to dieting and losing your weight. So you just gotta keep showing up recognizing your reality, you know? 
Um, there are some basic things like are you still having token amounts when you're not hungry, you know, consistently drinking your water, um, setting your intentions, doing your midday uh, uh, check-ins, end-of-day reflections, all those things that you do need to do. So, so if you are coming in with some baggage, you know, you are dealing with some health issues, just where you really do want to focus on that food plan and be as consistent as possible. We talked about this with Dr. Paul yesterday. It's really the base of what we're doing here. You're doing so much just by following the basics of the program. Um, the next one is, um, have you had a flu or cold or any other sickness that your body is needing to focus on? So while you are sick, you, your chances are your weight will be up. Your body won't be able to focus on fat loss. But once you start to feel better, it, it will. So sickness can be like its own tweak where you've got the body's attention. But your body is not going to release its emergency energy reserve while you are sick and it, your body is relying on and drawing from it. And so people get nervous that when they're sick, they can't eat. And that's okay. There's a big difference between being sick and not being able to eat and being fully functioning and choosing not to eat because you're start trying to starve and deprive your fat off, right? So so usually when you're sick, your weight will be up. If you're taking medic like any medications, your weight can be up. You know, even Tylenol Advil can mess with your digestive system, can have your weight up. Um, that's just really normal. What'll happen is because we're piggybacking the body's natural detox response, which is the same as when, you know, you do have a cold or flu or your menstrual cycle or food poisoning or something. Um, when you start to feel better, your body will release the fat along with it because fat is hard on, extra fat's hard on your body. Your body doesn't want it, doesn't want to need it. And at, while it's trying to make you healthy and well, it's having, it's looking to have you work at more optimal levels. So it's happy to release that fat. So when you are sick, you will notice that your weight will be up. And then after you start to feel better and your appetite comes back, you'll notice that your weight will then start to drop, right? So it is quite, it is quite normal. Um, number four, are you managing your stress levels? I hear you guys talking about stress. Like, I always, people say, yeah, I, yeah, I'm doing everything I can. And I, I say one thing to them, have you taken time to do any deep breathing today? And they're like, what do you mean? I mean, have you like stopped and been like, which I have not taken time to do over the last few days. And just doing that just now almost makes me want to cry because that's how effective it is at calming down your vagus nerve and just really relaxing in your body. Plus you're just kind of like grounding yourself in the moment. Like literally I can't do that again or I will cry. I'm, I'm going on straight adrenaline these days. Um, but taking a few minutes just to do some deep breathing exercises. It doesn't have to be all Epsom salt baths and meditation. You know, just taking time throughout the day to do some deep breathing, you know, whether it's box breathing or just basic in and out, just, you know what I mean? Um, that will go a long way. But things that you can do to manage your stress, Epsom salt baths, um, having a glass of wine and some laughs with a friend going for a walk, reading a book, doing something for yourself. Um, when we, I'll tell you a story about the pandemic, and I know some of you may have heard this before. So when the pandemic happened, um, you know, people had all the time in the world all of a sudden to do, you know, to focus on themselves, but they didn't have capacity. And so after a few months into it, I had this, I, used, I, I keep up. So after we're done this group, you're still going to have access to this group. And I used to keep the groups open in order for people to use them as support groups. I don't do that anymore because the, the groups are too big and I end up having people doing weird shit in them. So we can't monitor them. So um, I don't do that anymore, but I did have um, a group open and all of a sudden people people who were who were maintaining their weight just fine 
started popping into the group and saying, is anyone else having a hard time maintaining their weight? Is anyone else noticing that they're gaining weight? Like I'm doing back on track. I'm doing all the things that Gina taught me, but I can't, I can't, my weight just keeps going up and up and up. And so I heard them all. I, I've been, wa I watched this conversation and you know, they're all talking about it and they're like, well, I'm doing this and you know, I'm, I'm following the food plan and I'm doing these things and I'm doing that. And not one person was talking about stress. And I went in there and I said, guys, Anyone talking about stress here? You guys are all focused on the basics. What you know, what you do, you, you know that. You know you can do that, you've done that before. You've been maintaining your weight now for years. What's going on is stress. It's, it's not the food, it's not the water, it's not exercising more, it's managing your stress. We talked about this with Dr. Paul. This is why these three elements are gonna be so cool, uh, key doing the maximizing, listening to the Dr. Paul segment and the uh, Dr. Beverly, um, your cortisol levels are jacking up. And when your cortisol levels go high, it actually tells your body to gain weight. And so that was the ticket for most people was focusing on their stress. For some of you right now, just banging your heads against the wall with, you know, trying to follow this food plan, when in reality, it's probably it's stress you need to help your body focus on. That's your ticket to getting that scale to move. Of course, you have to work the basics, but stress is so important, you know, stretching, adding in movement, communing with nature, getting outside. That's a big one, you know, like really the, the takeaway for stress is, is take it seriously. Like really take it seriously, you know, like it's a, it's an important element and you know, with other diets, just eat less, exercise more, you know, and yeah, like, it's not that, it's not that, you know. And the next one is sleep. Are you getting quality sleep and deep REM sleep? You notice I didn't say, are you getting enough, like enough sleep or, or longer sleep? Sometimes some of you won't be able to get more sleep, but you, what you'll be able to do is get better quality sleep. So um, that's like um, not eating before bed. That's a big one. Getting off your phones, you know, it's a big one. Uh, getting off your phones, turning off the TV, um, practicing good sleep hygiene. Um, this is where Alana McGain comes in. You know, we had that great, did you, have you, talk about maximizing. Have you watched the sleep segment with Alana McGain? Now listen, I'm, I'm very mindful of your time. I know you're busy. I, I know, you know, you don't have a lot of time, but this watching this, this segment with our guests or watching the spill the tea or even watching the lives, if you're not watching the lives, which you probably are if you're listening to this one right now, um, that's investment in yourself. That that's It's time, you're investing time into yourself and um, absorbing knowledge that's going to help you. And, and maybe you know what you need to do with sleep, but it's good to hear it from someone. You know, so, you know, cleaning up your, and, and I, and I say this from experience because I used to have my office up in my room and I just, I had sleep experts on and I didn't fucking listen to them. And finally I did. Finally, I was like, okay, I can't sleep. I'm waking up a million times. I can't get to sleep. You know, I'm going to do something here. So I actually listened to our guest. <laughs> I took my whole office out of my room. Um, I do the whole skin nighttime routine. I started leaving my phone in my office and not bringing it to my room. And man, the best, some of the best, and I've gotten back into some of those bad habits. But I, which, as I'm saying it today, I'm gonna clean that up again. Um, Cause that, that happens, that happens. Um, some of the best sleep of my entire life, game changer. 
game changer. So watch that segment with Elena. You have access to it on our podcast. You can download and listen while you're out for a walk with nature, trying to manage your stress. <laughs> you know, uh, it's also stored in the guides. Um, so there's a whole list, reducing caffeine. I know we love our caffeine, but you know, like really, and the Dr. Paul talked about this yesterday, like really, you want this so bad, align your actions of what you're doing with how badly you want it. And, and, and oh, great conversation with Tanya yesterday, talking about the same thing. She just was like, I just did what I needed to do. And yeah, maybe not, it's not as fun. Maybe it's stepping out of your comfort zone, but you are gonna be so happy that you made these changes that you've been wanting to make to make the change that you want to see. And I know it's a lot easier said than done. That's why I love this checklist, is you can kind of come in and start pulling things together. When people try to lose weight, they do this, and they do that, and they do this, and they do that, and they kind of just little bits and pieces of things. And this whole program just really helps bring it all together what you're eating and consuming and all of that, plus all the other things that you're doing, and it all works together moving forward to actually make a really big difference, you know? Plus at the same time, kind of working through old habits. And so if it's harder for you to make, it's hard for you to make the change, chances are it's because you're working through old habits. The way you did it before was working for you, but also not working for you, and you wanna change that. So it might feel a little uncomfortable, might not feel as fun, might be like, you might just be straight up pissy and mad about the changes that you need to make and that's okay because eventually when you just do them even though you're pissy and mad and not happy about them you start going to really appreciate how your body's responding to the changes that you're making then you're going to be like oh shit this I, you know i mean maybe i miss being on my phone in bed maybe i miss you know having my office in my room maybe i miss the tv in my bedroom but man i feel amazing I don't, I've got so much energy, I'm not even watching TV because I'm going out for a walk at night. Do you know what I mean? Like you'll start to really kind of, that will become your new norms. And that's, that's what people mean by stepping out of your comfort zone doesn't have to be this big, scary thing that you're doing at one time. Like you can feel and feel unnerved about stepping out of your comfort zone in kind of like this smaller underlying way where you're just kind of like, eh. You know, it doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and bungee jumping off a cliff. It can be like the little things that you're doing every day that you're just, you're not so sure about, you're not happy making the change, but you're doing them begrudgingly anyway. Do you know what I mean? That can be a sign stepping out of your comfort zone, you know? Allow yourself to feel the feels. Are you drinking enough water? I talked about this a little bit in the beginning. Like, you know, have you read the water post? Are you drinking enough for you? Are you drinking the same amount every day? Because chances are your body needs different amounts each day. Um, are you putting Are you putting in um, trace minerals, making sure you're getting enough sodium? Sometimes people are drinking more water, but they're not adding in the sodium or the trace minerals that they need for their body to retain the water. That's a big one. Not just drink the water, but add in some trace minerals to it, right? Um, are you starting your day with the lemon water and apple cider vinegar? Or are you just still having your coffee every morning? Do you know what I mean? Apple cider vinegar, it's, it's not like they're miracle things that you can do. They're not fat burners or anything like that, but they can really set your day up for success and get you started to drink water sooner rather than later. So simple, right? When you drink coffee, you tend to want more coffee, right? You start starting to deal with lemon water, apple cider vinegar, and you're gonna go for that glass of water, so start drinking it earlier. Um, are you tracking your water goal through the app? You know, are you actually recording it? I, I'm, I've heard from so many people who are like, man, I was just kind of drinking my water and then when I actually started to measure it, I was I realized I wasn't drinking as much as I thought. Are you starting early and spreading it out or are you just waiting until afternoon, evening and then guzzling and trying to get it all in? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, there's lots that you can do. Um, 
You know, are you are you thirsty all day? But still not drinking enough. Lips are dry. Still not drinking it. You know, uh, drinking alcohol. Are you drinking wine at night? You know, you're dehydrating yourself, but not drinking a glass of wa water with it along the way. That's been me last few nights for sure. I don't even know if I even drank any water this week, and I feel like shit for it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Are you making your meals and snacks as nutrient-rich as possible? This is a big one. Um, the proteins and fats, it's not like you have to go high protein. Just add the protein in when you need, but especially fats, feed into your satiety hormones. And so what I mean by making your foods nutrient-rich is people can eat a lot of food in one sitting, but it doesn't mean that it has a lot of nutrient value. Think about that. You can, you can eat a lot of food, doesn't mean it has any value in it for you other than calories and giving you energy. You know, um, so sometimes it's not about more foods. It's like making sure you're giving your body the most bang for your buck. Like, are you having oatmeal in the morning? Are you adding nuts and seeds to it? Are you adding hemp hearts to it? Are you adding a scoop of, of nut butter to it? Are you, do you know what I mean? Are you bumping it on, making sure it's as neutral? Are you still eating a salad with just your salads are like lettuce with a hunk of chicken on it? Like Caesar salad, that's, it's got nothing in it. If you're gonna have a Caesar salad and you love Caesar dressing, throw a bunch of vegetables in there. You're not seeds, avocados, cheese, all that stuff. Like really make an effort, especially while you're doing the program to make your foods as nutrient rich as possible. Um, that's a big one, that's a big one. It takes effort, right? It takes effort, it takes effort. Um, are you are you sticking with the components? Like breakfast, are you, are you going higher protein? I know it's, I know it's, you know, it can be a bit of a, you gotta focus on that and you have to make an effort to get it in, but it's going to make a difference. You can still add your carbs, of course, some fruits and oatmeals and whatnot. Um, are you mindful of your sugar intake? Are you still drinking coffee with like two packs of sugar and then every morning you're like, ooh, that's so sweet, but you haven't decreased the amount of sugar, right? Um, are you making an effort to get a good variety of fats? Are you avoiding artificial flavors and sweeteners and stuff, you know? Um, are you avoiding processed foods? Are you still, you know, using salami every day? You know, nothing wrong with salami every now and then, some bacon every now and then, but you wanna go for, go for quality proteins at the end of the day. Um, are you moving your body enough? You notice I didn't say exercise. I said, are you moving your body enough? Um, the human body is meant to move. The more you move your body, the more energy your body's going to give you. Um, so definitely being, you know, being able to be mobile is important. Now, if for whatever reason you can't be mobile, that doesn't mean that this process isn't gonna work for you. That's where you're gonna look to the maximizing post and other things that you can do to offset that. I've worked with a lot of people who signed up for my program because they knew that they were going to be inactive because of surgery or whatnot and they wanted to make sure that you know they didn't end up gaining weight or even 
lost weight while they're why they were inactive so you don't have to exercise in order to lose weight but it is a massive benefit to move your body for a variety of reasons to help manage stress heart health ease of movement keep your joints you know lubricated all those things right um so um you know uh and if you are exercise and, and it doesn't have to be it could be parking further away i know that's so cliche it's so lame every time i say that taking the stairs instead of the elevator you know are you the kind of uh, you know person who goes to the park with your kids and you sit there drinking your coffee on the bench walk around the park you know go do some of the things with them do some pull-ups you know you know sit there and push your kids on this do a squat as you push your kid i know it sounds so like really but all the little movement that you do it's it's inactivity that's so detrimental to our health because being inactive signals to our bodies that we're just ready to shrivel up and die we're not doing anything to ourselves so it really slows our metabolism down so um if you are exercising are you adding in resistance training right like really you know resistance training is so important um the bone density you building muscle are you getting a heart rate up every time you get your heart so many people are afraid to get their heart rate up because of fight or flight cortisol levels it's not exercise that's causing adding into your cortisol levels when it comes to fight or flight it's in fact you're always on fucking edge in your life um getting your heart rate up um when it comes to exercising is not going to make your cortisol cortisol levels worse get your heart rate up every time you get your heart rate up it signals a message to your body to make your heart stronger it, it evokes fight or flight on a physical response so your body's like wow she keeps running for her life running for her food we better make sure that she strong enough in order to do that and they did it they did a study i wish i could find it well, i could probably look for it i haven't tried where they took a group of people and had them exercise for only one minute a week but made them get their heart rate up as high as possible so got them on a bike and made them on that one minute tax their heart rate as high as possible and that showed an improvement in their heart health just one minute a week getting their heart rate up so you don't have to do a lot but getting that heart rate up is important um, are you helping the body while in detox? So are you just looking to get that scale moving and then once the scale moving, so you just you pull back, you don't drink your water, you don't do anything? Supporting the body in detox, you, you work so hard to get that scale to move. Once it starts moving, you have to assume it's still moving for the next three or four days, even if it goes up afterwards. Um, it's not just one day. Your body detoxes every day. But by the time that scale is moving, your body is geared up, decided to go into and release that fat. It's not going to stop after one day. So that's why you like capitalize on that. That's why you got to assume that your weight is still moving. A lot of people really miss the opportunity of this because they get so bummed out. The scale drops and then it goes back up. They're like, oh, or the scale drops and the next day it's the same. They're like, oh, my body must be done. No, it's not. No, it's not. Your body's not just it one day. So that's where you want to really support the body. You know, read the, let's, let's talk detox post. Read the supporting the body and detox post. Take your supplements, be consistent with them, hit all the meals and snacks. As soon as that scale starts to move, people tend to skip meals and snacks and pull back, thinking less is more. It sends the opposite message. You're giving the body what it needs consistently. It's like, shit, I can let go of this fat, I don't need it. And then as soon as it starts to release the fat, you stop, start skipping meals and snacks or pulling back, and your body's like, shit, maybe we do. You know, so, and I know that's, that's hard mentality to get over. You gotta get over that. Um, are you eating token amounts if not hungry? Skipping meals and snacks is not going to get you ahead. I, I know it's so hard to understand that. It's just not. It's all about that stimulating of your digestive system that keeps things moving and the message that you're receiving to your body that more food is coming in. This abundance of food is coming in so you don't have to store this fat that you've been storing just in case you need it because you don't need it, right? You don't need it. So your body's happy to get rid of it.
uh, mind full of portions, especially when that scale is moving. Double down on those four questions when the, that scale is moving. Um, choose easier to digest proteins. Maybe while your scale is moving is not the time to be eating steak and potatoes. Not that you have to eat a salad, but go for fish, something that's easier to digest on your digestive system, you know? Lots of leafy greens. Leafy greens support detox. So that's why they're in there. So especially when that scale is moving, get those leafy greens in. Going to bed earlier. If you know the scale is on the move, get sleep. Get your ass to bed, you know? Epsom salt baths, adding in that magnesium helps your body detox and release toxins. So get in that Epsom salt bath. Get in extra water. You know, when you're, when you know you're in detox when water's not appealing, get it in anyway. Just like when you're sick and people tell you drink more fluids, you don't feel like it, but it's such a benefit, get it in. Increase your magnesium. That'll also help with that. Um, number 10, are you uh, taking medications or have health issues that need to be factored in? You may not be able to do all the things. You may have restrictions because of health issues. So you have to take that into consideration. Not that you can use it as an excuse because a lot of times because of health issues, your body wants this fat gone, but you have to factor them in if you have limitations. Don't be so hard on yourself. Maybe if you're not losing at a rate that other people are because you have special needs in the sense that you have things that your body is other things that your body is focused on. You have many Medications that may be, you know, you know, getting in the way, those kinds of things. But when you do, this is where you want to level up your health issues and say, okay, this is the health issue that I'm dealing with. You know, what can I do to level up how I'm helping my body address it, right, above and beyond what I'm doing on the food plan. Um, and this again comes, this is where our conversation with Dr. Paul comes in. You know, did you watch the conversation on four main reasons, right? Why your weight might be slower to move. Do you have underlying health issues? Do you think something's going on with you, but you haven't visited to the doctor yet? Have you um, got your blood work done? You know, are you seeing a chiropractor? That's a big one. Body alignment, you know, your your body being in alignment can affect your appetite, it can affect your stress levels, it can affect digestion, it can affect a lot of things. Um, are you going to a physiotherapist? Do you deal with a chronic knee problem that you're not doing anything to help fix so it's constantly inflamed because you haven't fixed the way you're walking? Do you know what I mean? You think these things, like they all add up because it all has your body work. Have you seen the acupuncturist? They can do wonders for getting that blood flowing in your system, um, get, your, get your blood work done. Are you seeking a therapist? Are you getting in your own way and sabotaging the shit out of yourself every day and being like, what's wrong with me? But you're not actually trying to figure out what's wrong with you. Not that there is anything wrong with you, but chances are you keep doing things that you, and you're not really open to understanding why. This program, I love this. Watch that conversation with Dr. Beverly. You have the skills to bring awareness to what you're doing to and to and to choose differently and, and correct that, rewire that. But you have to actively want to do that, right? Um, any kind of expert, right? Like if you think you have hormone issues, well, I'm just old, it's hormones. See a hormone expert. You know, like figure out what you can do. You know, take this, take the supplement, take the supplements. You know, a lot of people will be like, my weight's not moving, I'm doing everything. And I'll say to them, okay, are you taking the supplements? No, I don't need that. Okay. But you're doing all the things, your weight's not moving, you not taking any supplements, but you don't think you need them. Like those basic supplements are so basic that kids can take them. And that's the thing about them is that if you are deficient in those basics, it can very much 
hinder how your body functions. So if your scale isn't moving and you're doing all the things and your weight and you haven't added any of those supplements in, I would go back and look at that supplement post. If you're not getting enough vitamin D, your vitamin D levels are tanked, even though you're eating better, that can stop your body from being able to really function at most optimal levels and focus on fat loss. Same thing with magnesium. Same thing with omega-3. If you're not getting enough omega-3, you're not eating fish three times a week, your chances are you're not getting enough omega-3 in your diet, without enough good fat coming in, your body can be reluctant to let go of fat. Is your digestive system a mess? Are you farting and you're bloated and you're gassy and you're just, you know, you feel your stomach's upset all of the time? It could signal you have some digestive issues. Did you add in the probiotic, prebiotic? To doctor's point, Dr. Paul's point, if you added them in, they make things worse. Head to your doctor. You could have some sort of gut issue happening. Do you know, and as much, you can't wish that away. You, you've got to address it. You've got to address it, you know? Um... Have you looked into other ways you can help your body heal or deal with any health issues? Are you missing any organs? This is a big one. You know, this is this is a this is a big one. You know, like are you are you missing organs or have things hap- happening that you have to factor in? You just you know, we're all human, we have a body, so the program's gonna work for everybody. This is where I say sometimes people have special needs where you have things going on that other people don't that you have to take into account. And missing your gallbladder is a big one. It's like, it's the it's the diet industry's dirty little secret. Um, a lot of people have had to get their gallbladder removed because they've been successful at losing weight. Um, when you're when you force your body, you starve, deprive, you, you lose weight by eating less, you're exercising more, very traditional diets. Um, what happens is that you lose weight quickly. And there are toxins that are stored in your fat. And as you lose the weight, burn the fat, those toxins are released and they get released into your gallbladder. And uh, sorry, and they it guck it up and then you have to get that gallbladder removed. That's why this process of helping the body release toxins when you pee, when you poo, when you breathe the sweat through that natural detox process and doing it in a healthy way is a real game changer. And actually can help you know improve gallbladder issues as opposed to needing your gallbladder re- removed. But I'm really surprised, and a lot of people, and I'm not surprised, who've had their gallbladder removed. They don't. They don't take digestive bitters. They don't add in bile salts. They're not you know, using apple cider vinegar to stimulate their digestive system before they eat. Um, so there are some things. Making sure that you know you're eliminating your saturated fats if you're missing your gallbladder. Um, you know, making sure that you are managing your stress, right, with any kind of major health issue that that you have going on. So really, just understanding your body's deficit, I guess, is what I'm saying and how you can best help your body manage it the body's amazing in that it doesn't just keep living but it figures out a way to how to do that on its own if you're not helping it you know do you have hormones that you need to address or that need to be factored in right again that we had a great conversation with dr paul about this um you know hormones are just sex hormones either you know they're your insulin levels and your cortisol levels and you know, um, this is sort of where if you if you do feel like, you know, your hormones are off, seek out a hormone expert. But it, it, when it comes to hormones, it's not just what you're eating. This is really where managing your stress, that's a big one. Maybe adding in some sort of adrenal support, you know, some supplements above and beyond the basics that can help address this. Your B vitamins, your, your you know, we're going to talk about this actually next week with Dr. Paul. Um, we're going to talk about all this. This is what I love about this group. So we learn a lot by this is our 19th group and by you guys giving us feedback and where you're at and what you're focused on and with this group we really sat down before it and said does the timing of our information make sense that we're rolling out and so we've been typically and historically if if 
like from my very first group, I was taking people through the program and then they'd start talking about this happening. So then I would write a post about that and then I would add it in the lineup for the next group. And sort of what's happened is, you know, we people would say to us, and I know you returning members, you'll know this, wow, you know exactly what to tell me and when I'm encountering it. It's just like, this is what's happening to me now. And of course, this is where you're talking about. And I really focused on that. And I was like, yes, that's what we want. But it isn't what we want, actually. We want to present the information to you and have these conversations before you're encountering them. So that when they do happen, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that conversation with this person or that person. Oh yeah, we talked to, they, they had a post about that just the other day. And even this segment that I'm doing right now, the troubleshooting, I didn't used to do until like week seven, you know? So this is why we, we want to give you the information now, you know, so you're ready and you have all the information that you need, right? So rather than waiting and saying, what, what, uh, what can I, what can I do about it now? What can you do about it before you need to do something about it? You know, um, where was I? Um, so hormones, right? Um, so the basics really important, you know, this is why, you know, having breakfast every morning, especially if you're having hormone issues, it's not an advantage to skip it. Definitely maximizing your efforts to have it. And especially if you're dealing with hormones, starting your day with high protein breakfast, which actually your protein butt feeds into your satiety hormones, which are a different kind of hormone, can really be beneficial, you know, trying to get better sleep, you know, adding in those supplements, you know, all of those things um, can really help. Have you had your blood work done? This is a big one, right? And if your doctor refuses to do it, ask him again. To ask them again, just be like, I want to know where I have deficits. I want to know where I'm at, you know? Um, yeah, I know it's a lot easier said than done. Some of you don't have access to healthcare providers, but if you do getting your blood work done, even just to get a baseline is such a great idea. Um, talking to your healthcare provider, letting them know what you're doing with this program. I know some doctors, you know, they're not all that helpful, but I know some of you do, and they do want to help you at the end of the day, especially if you want to help yourself. So utilize them. Utilize your pharmacist, any healthcare provider that you can, right? Um, are you taking any supplements and taking them consistently? Yeah, so again, take a look at that, that supplement list. We're going to have talk about secondary supplement lists. And I want to remind you, remind you that I don't make any money off of supplements. I don't make one cent. I don't benefit at all, actually. So I'm suggesting that you take them because they can be a benefit. So read them over. Um, has your body been focusing on repairing, rebuilding, and making change? Are you, are you upset that the scale isn't moving, yet you're dropping dress sizes? Man, focusing on non-scale victories can be such a game changer in terms of motivation and really just seeing like, do you have clothes that you've been having in the back of your closet? Pull them out. Look in the mirror every day. Like look for those non-scale victories. They can be your biggest motivator. Um, a lot of times people will say, it's not working for me. And I'll be like, well, how are you feeling? Amazing, I have better energy. How are you pooping? Oh my God, I'm finally regular. How are you sleeping? Oh, like I had never slept before. You know, like, okay, so you have all these amazing things happening, but it's not working for you because the scale isn't moving. I know you want the scale to move, but it's important to look and focus on those non-scale victories. Um, are you getting a good variety of protein in your diet, right? Like, are you still eating meat like three, four times a week, like red meat? 
Uh, you know, some people's body do handle red meat better than others, but you know, you, I know we want to uh, also utilize our leftovers, so maybe freeze them, pull them out next week, rather than eating red meat three, four days in a row. It is hard to digest. Trying to get more fish in is beneficial. Trying to get more plant protein in is ideal as, ideal as well. We have that whole vegan meal idea share page. We have lots of vegan recipes. You don't have to just like have just chickpeas for lunch. You can have chickpeas and chicken if you want, or chickpeas and fish. I don't know if that's a good combination, right? But be mindful of the protein, make sure you're getting it in. Um, digestive issues that you need to factor in. Again, this is where that conversation with Dr. Paul comes in and aligns with that, taking supplements, you know, bowel movements. Are your bowel movements just shit? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Are you not pooping? Like that's, you know, like that, um, Dr. Paul talking about, you know, having bags of constipation and then looser bowel movements can be a sign that, you know, of your adrenals are off or hormones being off or whatnot. Um, it can also just be, you know, your body being constipated before your weight drops and that scale moving. If the scale is moving, then no big deal. Um, but looking to your bowel movements, you know, if you're, if you're, are you adding anything in at all to help your body with those? Um, Trisale is a good one. I'm not just upping your leafy greens, but if you're upping your leafy greens and having all these fruits and fiber rich foods, and you're still having an issue. You may want to look into supplements to help supplement, to help your body, you know, make those improvements. So look at that. Have you looked at our poop protocol? Do you even know that we have one? Because we do. Um, lots you can do there. Journaling, keeping track of what's going on with your bowel movements. Um, do you have issues with bowel movements? And if so, what are you doing to address those? So that's a big one. Um, are you sabotaging yourself? Um, that's, are you sabotaging yourself? That's, that's big. Are you, are you getting in your own way? right? Are you making a list of non-negotiables? Are you sticking to it? Are you talking to yourself every day? Are you just berating the shit out of yourself every day? Are you doing something about that negative self-talk? Getting on yourself, berating on yourself, not going to help you. You know, are you patting yourself on the back and being a champion and cheerleader for yourself? Are you reinforcing your good behavior? You know, are you, are you doing the things? Are you taking responsibility? Are you, are you avoiding accountability? You know, are you comparing yourself to other people? Stop doing that. You know, people come in different shapes and sizes, different lifestyle, dietary needs, different health issues, different situations in life. Stop comparing, focus on yourself, double down on yourself, you know? Um, are you being patient? Are you trying to rush results? Have you been trying to lose this weight for 20 years and then, you know what I mean? And, and now you've gotten an end of this program a few weeks and you're like, ah! You know what I mean? Like it, you haven't been trying this for 20 years. So be patient with yourself. Do what you need to do, but be patient. You're going to get there. There's no way around it. You can't rush it. You can maximize the crap out of it though. There are lots of things that you can do be proactive, but you can't rush it. You gotta do it. You gotta do those things. And lastly, do you genuinely believe that you have what it takes to follow through and finish? This is so huge, I can't tell you. You have to believe that you can do this. You have, because you can, and there is no reason why you can't. And I know maybe your history tells you that even if you do do it, you're get, gonna get it all back, but this is what makes this process different. It's definitely not a magic pill, but you are acquiring the skills. You are doing the work to lose weight in a healthy way that's going to help you maintain it in the end, physically and mentally. I know without a shadow of a doubt, 150 fucking percent, you can do this, but you have to keep showing up, you have to keep doing the work, and you have to do it long enough. And then when you reach your goal, you gotta put that time into solidifying that weight and do the work that comes after, but it is going to be so worth it. 
I promise you. But you absolutely can do this. And it's okay if you're not sure. Ask yourself right now if you're listening or watching, do you believe 100% and feel it in your soul that you can do this? And are you shaky? Are you like, I don't know, I'm nervous? That's okay. But recognize that's how you feel. So double down on reinforcing the fact that you can. Tell yourself, I can do this every day when you're journaling. When you start to feel those negative thoughts about this is not working for me, just say, yes, it is. You know, it's really important. Do you have a strong why? Why are you fucking here? Why are you doing this? Why are you working towards this? Are you focusing on those non-scale victories? Do you know, like make it real for yourself, make it tangible for yourself, remind yourself, you know, do what you can to set yourself up for success, right? Be your biggest cheerleader. That's number 19 is probably the biggest points of all of them. Do you see yourself a success story at the end? Are you visualizing yourself? Because without that, without that, you're not going to do the things that you need to do. You know what I mean? Like that's, this is where you got to put work into really knowing that you can do this, visualizing that you can do that, working through that belief system. Yes, you have your issues and associations you got to work through. Yes, you have your habits, but Deeper than that is those beliefs. So um, I really hope that this, I get excited about this conversation. I know that there was a lot there. I just want to talk more in depth about it because you have at your fingertips the resources you need. You have this maximizing post. You have the conversation with Dr. Paul. You have your healthcare providers. You have all of our guest experts that are sharing freely their information. You have a support team. I'm here for you every day showing up. You have a team of people in this group, our program specialists, ready to answer as many questions as you want, as many different ways as you need. You don't have a limit on how many questions that you can ask. So, you know, make notes, write them down, you know, put, tell our team what you're doing, work with us, have that back and forth, get in there every day, set your intentions, end of day reflections, like you get out of this process what you put into it. Do you know, I know that's so cliche to say it, but it's so true. You have everything that you need to be successful. I gotta go. I hope that you enjoyed this session. I hope that you're super fucking excited about the rest of your journey, because chances are if you are here now, you are going to be a success story at the end. And one last thing. It gets easier as you go, not harder, because you become more in tune, more self-aware, your body wants this fat on just as much as you do, your metabolism gets higher, your body gets healthier, it doesn't become a fight because we're gonna be working with your body as we go. So I know a lot of you feel like, oh my God, it's gonna get harder. It's not, it's actually going to get easier, and especially now that you have the tools. Um, I hope everyone has an amazing day. Reflect back on this post, listen to it, put it in a podcast, use that maximizing post, invest in that time with yourself, and. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com reach out for help. Have an amazing day, everyone. I'll check in later. Bye.